This is a bonus episode of the Off the Deck podcast. Hello, I am Maggie Mestrich, the Director of Business Development for Carmel Swim Club and the Carmel Swim Academy. We share stories and experiences from our Carmel Swim Club alumni as a way to demonstrate the incredible, long-lasting impact swimming, and specifically swimming with Carmel Swim Club, can have on your life. Today, I am talking with Alicia and Vic Schleich. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. How are you? We're good. We're good. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here and doing this today. Yeah, we're really excited to do it. <laughs> It's fun to get to talk with everybody, but it's especially fun when I get to do a dual interview like this. (laughs) (laughs) We go ahead and jump in. Can you each place yourself within the context of Carmel swimming? When did you start? How long did you do it? All that fun stuff. So I started swimming for Carmel Swim Club when I was in eighth grade and then continued through high school. So I graduated in 2011. Mm was done. <laughs> Vic, how about you? Um, I started, I also started eighth grade and then I graduated from Carmel High School in 2012. So I swam all through there and then I started coaching with Carmel Swim Club in 2016 and I've been doing it ever since. What groups do you coach right now? Um, I am currently working with Challenge 2. I was with Voyager 2 when I started and switched about a year and a half in. What do you think about coaching? Has, has your perspective on your own swimming changed at all? And Alicia, you taught swimming as well. So did, has that had an impact on your perspective looking back? The things I learned in swimming has actually helped me be a better coach because I don't know, I can put myself in their shoes. And I, unlike most of the other coaches, I didn't swim in college. So I can bring a different perspective, which tends to help. So. Definitely. Yeah. And Alicia, what about you now since you've had teaching experience? Yeah. And I actually, I started coaching in college. So I coached uh, down in Bloomington when I was there for my undergrad. And then I coached swimming for, for a number of years, um, kind of almost through grad school. And then I just, but um, yeah, I definitely think from a coaching side of things, I look back at my Carmel Swim Club days and it's just there's there's so much more to coaching than what it looks like when you're oh, in yes. high school. Oh, yes. I think I gained such like such a respect for for what I mean, coaches in general, but it's specifically the coaches at Carmel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's rough. It's hard. Um, but there's such a love for it. But I think I agree with Vic. I definitely um, I loved swimming, but I definitely really fell in love with it more when I started coaching and could kind of be on the flip side and working with the kids and, and teaching lessons. I love doing that as well. So um, it's, it's really exciting to be on the other end and watch watch them achieve what they do. Yeah, I don't know how you put up with me, Maggie, now that I've cut. <laughs> I was trying to remember, did I even meet you originally as an IU swim camper? Was that our first? Yes, it was. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Way back, way back, six or seven. Where are you guys now? I know you shared a little bit about that, but where are you now professionally, personally, geographically, whatever you would like to share? Yeah, so um, we came back to Carmel after college Mm -hmm. um, because I'm going to Ball State and have been at Ball State since I graduated my undergrad um, for graduate school. Um, So I've been commuting up to Ball State for the last 
six years now for that. Um, but I am currently in kind of the last stages of my PhD in counseling psychology. So I'm officially a PhD candidate now, which is exciting. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. So all I really have left is internship and finishing up my dissertation. And then I'm I'm officially done with school, but um, hoping to to become a, a psychologist, if I can talk, a psychologist who um, who specializes in sport psychology and eating disorders is kind of the, the track that I'm on right now. So that's great. Very much needed. All right. And Vic, how about you? Well, uh, after college, we did come back here. We got married in 2017. Oh, yeah. Let's that you know, include that in there. Forgot it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm teaching at North Central High School. I uh, teach U.S. History and Economics. And I'm coaching at Carmel Swim Club. So There you go. Very good. Let's take it back a little bit earlier now. Can you each share some of your earliest memories of being around the water? It doesn't have to be related to competitive swimming, but just being around the water in general. Well, I'll go first because I'm the lame one. My first memory of the water is literally doing swim lessons at Carmel High School. That's where I <laughs> swim, so I can't escape. <laughs> Uh, for me, it was, it's definitely like either being on the beach. We used to go to Hillhead a lot as a kid. So just being on the beach or swimming with my brother just for fun. And then my grandma up in Michigan had this pool in her backyard, which was not heated. Okay. So pretty, pretty cold most of the time. But kids like uh, my brother and my cousins and I like just had a blast. So that's that's what I think of. Yeah. So how did you, Alicia, let's start with you. How did you make that transition from enjoying yourself and having fun in the backyard pool in Michigan to swimming year round and making that happen? Um, summer swimming actually is what, what, what did it for me. So I um, swam summer swimming. I started when I was like maybe eight, I think. Okay. I loved it in the summer. Um, it was so fun. And then as we kind of got closer to high school and deciding where I wanted to go to high school and stuff and what I wanted to do, um, I knew I wanted to swim. And I was like, I'm going to swim for Carmel because my parents said, yep, they're pretty good there. So I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and that's what, then that's what, that's how that happened. So awesome. And then Vic from the Carmel high school pool for swim lessons to, to uh, your swimming. I, I act, went through summer swimming as well because mm -hmm. I did swimming at Brookshire. Okay. And then I actually started swimming at Washington Township because the coach at Brookshire was also a coach there. So I swam there for a couple years and then switched over in eighth grade just so I could meet all the coaches before I got thrown into high school. Yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. Can you each identify what the most significant lesson you learned during your time with Carmel Swim Club was? Yeah, I think for me, um, I think balance and learning how to balance everything from just time in general, because uh, it did take a lot of time in high school. Um, and then balancing that with not just my interest in swimming, but my interest outside of swimming as yeah. well. So I felt really fortunate that I was able to um, swim competitively and do really well, and then also still pursue other interests. Like I did radio and some other things in high school. And I had friends, really good friends in swimming, and I had some really good friends outside of swimming, and then who also didn't even go to Carmel High School. So I think for yeah. me, 
being able to balance all of those things and still, you know, excel academically, um, that has carried through like, you know, into college when I had a lot more free time and trying to figure out how I was going to put all those pieces in. And then even in grad school and professionally now, um, I have to wear a lot of different hats (laughs) and balance a lot of things and figure out how to put, you know, time to, to be human and um, mm-hmm. my relationships and things like that. So I think learning how to juggle all of that and still focus in and work and do the things that I need to to accomplish my goals is, is probably the biggest lesson that I've learned. That's huge. Vic, how about you? And you can get coach or swimmer. I think maybe mine's kind of a little bit of both because yeah. uh, for me, it's the value of like teamwork, that, the benefits of doing that. Um, Cause you know, as a swimmer, there's nothing more fun than going to like a high school meet where everyone's cheering and you've got your teammates and you race your teammate, but you're trying to beat another team and then, you know, relays and, or just doing a hard set with your teammates and everyone kind of giving high fives at the end. Like that's, that was a really fun thing. I do my best to try to create those really situations as a teacher, as a coach, just because I know, how beneficial they could be. Definitely. What advice or insights would you each offer to current swimmers? I think the advice that I would give is to trust the process. Mm. There are days that you're not going to want to get up and go to practice Mm -hmm. at five in the morning or go to practice after school. Um, And we still do it because there's a bigger goal in mind. So I think reminding yourself why you're doing it, why you love it, Um, is really good advice that I can give. And I think, too, remembering that um, life goes on after high school and life goes on after swimming, but the things that you experience and that you learn, you may not know it in the moment, but um, they definitely come back, like the the connections that you make, the relationships that you make. Yeah, we found each other after high school because we had built that friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, my my relationship with my coach in, in high school was uh, Dr. Rock King. And he's basically, I mean, he was my mentor past high school because he's really the person who got me into psychology and into sports. Yeah specifically. So, and he gave me the best advice ever about just how to find my way and find my major when I was in college. And that wouldn't have happened without Carmel Swim Club and and being a member of that. So I think um, even if you don't know how all the pieces are going to come together in the moment, trust the process, they they will in some way down the line. And it's it's really fun when you when you get to experience that. I'm like, oh, I get it. (laughs) Vic, how about you? Um, I, it's what Tom and I tell the challenge to swimmers about every day is swimming's supposed to be fun. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in and hating every second of it, like it's not going to do anything for you. But if you go in, have fun, you make friends and you know, no one's going to remember what your time was, you know, at some, at the fall frenzy meets. Nope. And, years ago, but you know, we're, we're still friends with a lot of people we swam with. Right. So like make friends, have fun with it. Cause in the end it's for fun. What would you tell somebody who is thinking about getting started with Carmel Swim Club? Um, I would probably tell them, you know, you don't have to be an Olympic level 
athlete to get a ton out of Carmel Swim Club. Mm -hmm. I mean, neither of us swam in college and I can list almost all the things that like helped me get to where I am, you know, to be successful in my career, successful in life. I can trace back to swimming. Swimming got me to a lot of places and it didn't get me there because I was exceptionally fast, but just because they taught me hard work, taught me, you know, cooperation, taught me how to time management and all these different things that, you know, they wasn't because I was fast. It was because I went in, I trusted the process and worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would just agree with a lot of that. I think that um, if you don't know Carmel Swim Club, but you know of Carmel Swim Club, I think there's, it it can be kind of daunting and scary Mm -hmm. to think about joining. Um, But I think, I think, yeah, what Vic says, you don't, you don't have to be the fastest kid to really get something out of it. And I think that the coaches do a really nice job of that. And they, I think a lot of them do a really good job of listening to, to the goals and listening to the kids and like helping them get to where they want to go and um, bring those life skills. Um, I know Tom's really big into life yes, skills. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think like there's pieces for that, even if you're not planning to swim, you know, in college or in the Olympics at one point. So well it all goes back to the mission. The mission of Carmel Swim Club is teaching excellence through swimming for life. It's not it's not for swimming in college, for competing at that high level. It is about those life skills and swimming swimming's a vehicle for it. Mm-hmm. So you guys both nailed that. All right. This has proven to be a little tricky for people. You don't have to narrow it down to one but could you share some favorite Carmel swimming memories? <laughs> yes. Um, the first one that I think of is, um, <laughs> I think it was junior year, uh, Rock had just joined the mm-hmm. club family. We were still a little unsure what to make of him. And um, it was a dry land. We were in the weight room, which is not the weight room anymore. No. Well, it is, no, but it's very different. Room. Yeah. Um, but no I, longer the dungeon. <laughs> no, no. So we were, we were in there and uh, my partner for, for the workout was Katie Surrett and we were pl- listening to classic rock and we were big classic rock fans. So we're, you know, doing our work. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing, but we were having fun and like singing along and stuff. And Rock comes over, and we thought Katie and I were like, "Oh crap!" Like we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know why we were doing it, but he just kind of jumped in and started, you know, singing along with us, <laughs> talking to us about it. And we were just like, "Well, like this guy's actually really cool." <laughs> so um, that was fun. I also remember an outdoor meet, the Enchanted Forest swim meet in <laughs> Noblesville. One summer, um, there was a lot of uh, like card games being played and just like a big group of us. That was just, I remember that being a lot of fun. Um, those are more. Did, did it storm? Cause I feel like it always stormed. The weekend. Always did. <laughs> there was always like trash in the pool and like plastic that would my face while I was swimming. I felt like. What like, was the, what was the card game of choice? What did you guys like to play? Um, was it Kem? Yes, Kem. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, we haven't played that game in a while. I think we taught someone how to play euchre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would usually add me. Someone didn't know how to play, and we'd have to teach. Yeah, so okay. those are the ones we I, I think we played yeah. a lot of. And then the one where you like pass the cards around, and then you have to like slap. I don't remember what it's called, but there was 
What was it? Was it speed? It might have been speed. Speed was probably in there. I don't yeah. know. That big <laughs> circle of display. That's what I remember. Um, but yeah, I think that and just like, you know, any time like hanging out after practice, like in the mm -hmm. air block, oh, there yeah. was always a lot of fun. Everyone's like in pajama pants yeah. <laughs> for their ride. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Vic? Um, I got a few that come to mind. Uh, I, on the more like just high performance side of things, just remember swimming the 200 free relay at state. That was a big deal for me because mm -hmm. it was, I was never fast enough to do individual, but I, for my junior year, I got on the relay for finals and I just remember, you know, anyone who knows me knows I am not a tall person and it's a 200 free relay. And I'm surrounded by all these six foot plus people and it's just me. I swam really well and we got second and it was a lot of fun, but. Size matters uh, not, so there you go. Not. And, um, but, you know, just memories of eating breakfast at the swimmer table after morning practice or, you know, uh, just hard sets or hard dry lands with John Stye because him and I would always be partners in dry land. I remember one time uh, we were doing stuff with a weight vest and Chris Plum decided he wanted to try to stay up with us and do it with us. And John Stye and I were just like, let's kick his butt. And <laughs> that happened, right? Do what? He held his own from what I remember um, story. <laughs> he held his own for the first round. <laughs> okay. You know he's going to listen to this. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I'm fully prepared. <laughs> okay. All right, good. What do you think somebody might be surprised to learn about Carmel swimming? Um, this is something I was more surprised about as I became a coach because I, you know, was coming over in eighth grade, I didn't have as much exposure to the age group program, mm -hmm. swimmer, but like, you know, my image of Carmel Swim Club for before and even while I was there as a swimmer was, this is a huge club. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I didn't initially start there was, you know, kind of fearing getting lost into the club. Okay. But after being a coach there, like, you know, there's no group that's really, that has more than, you know, my class does at school. Right. And so, you know, practicing every day with that group, of people, you could easily make a lot of friends, get a good relationship with the coach. Yeah. You know, it's not as, it, it is huge, but how it's set up, it's never going to feel that way. You're not going to get lost. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I, I would agree with that as well. I think mainly from being around because of Vic and seeing the, how the groups have evolved over the years. Like even from when we were in high school, um, I remember my freshman year, it was like, we would walk in, we didn't know where we were gonna be, who was gonna be coaching us, what we were gonna be doing. And it was like, Chris Plum would write out groups like every every day saying like, these people are going over here and gonna do this. And there wasn't a whole lot of consistency, which was I think a good experience, but definitely starting my sophomore year when they started breaking into groups more mm -hmm. and continually evolved. Um, that's, I felt like when I really was able to feel like I, I had a spot and that made it a little bit more comfortable. So I definitely think that there's, there's a spot for everyone. You're right. You're not going to get lost. It's structured so well. Um, I've been very impressed with how they've done that in terms of age group and then high school as well. 
Yeah. Once I drew the chart to show you how the groups work. <laughs> he, did, he did have to do that. I needed a flow chart too, because since I, since I left coaching and then came back in this role, a couple new groups were added. And so like, I don't, Voyager did not exist when right. I, so I needed to know where it fit into the flow chart of things, just so yes. I could understand. <laughs> what, what age group did you coach? I had challenge too. And then yes. with, I was with high performance. <laughs> No, and it's been funny too talking with some people who were here as real little ones, and they're like, "Well, I started in Hammerheads. Does Hammerheads still exist?" And I'm like, "You know, no, <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does not. It does not. It does not." Um, well, I started in Stingrays. That was the group. Yeah, I yep. started in Piranhas. Oh, I loved Pir so I coached Barracudas, and I was next to Piranhas a lot of the time. So it was always Tamara, and I got to coach next to each other, which was yeah. really fun. Anything else that you guys want to add or share? What was your first dance at your wedding? What song? Oh. Don't want to miss a thing, Aerosmith. Classic rock. Oh, yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oops.